Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states and much of Canada. We have a very special program today, and if any of our listeners in western New York have seen the uh, Jewish Journal with the Buffalo Jewish, Jewish Federation, there's a very nice article, and it's in the March issue, about Kirk Douglas and the Torah that belongs to us. And there's a picture of two handsome men in the photo. Three. Three, Three okay. Three, don't three, leave, leave your Uncle Al out. Don't leave your Uncle Al out, but Uncle Al isn't here. Right, he's but, he's, not here. but he's responsible in, in a lot of ways for why we are here. Okay, well, we're going to talk about <laughs> Uncle Al. He wrote the big check. That's that's good. We like big checks. <laughs> yes. Uh, our guests today are Rabbi Ori Bergman, who's in the photo, and Jeffrey Lapidus. And I've known Jeff Lapidus for 30 years because his mother was my chief assistant at Damon College. Uh, Betty Lapidus, a wonderful woman. A little bit of information about our guest. Rabbi Ori Bergman is the rabbi of KOT in Buffalo, New York. He grew up playing and teaching tennis, and after starting a career in law, he changed directions to be a community rabbi. Jeff Lapidus is a Buffalo businessman who has invested in many businesses and properties. Most visibly, he and his late brother, Howard Lapidus, who is a very fine man, co-owned Yuck Yuck's Comedy Cabaret and co-founded Lapidus Entertainment. Now, in this article, it talks about Kirk Douglas, and I'm familiar with him because my daughter went to St. Lawrence University, and there are plaques and pictures all over the campus because he was a wrestling star there, and he also gave them millions of dollars. But it talks about Kirk Douglas being a student of the Torah. Why should someone be a student of the Torah? Uh, So what does it mean to be a student of the Torah? Assume the Torah really means to be a student of life, to seek more, to want to be part of something bigger than what we are. And uh, the Jewish people have always felt that the Torah is a guidebook, a manual for living. But everyone should really be a student of, of life and um, a student wanting to know more. Just for instance, a wise person in Judaism is called a Talmid Chacham, a student of the wise. Uh, and that is a noble goal, which I know Kirk Douglas uh, took to heart. 
Jeffrey. So um, the the Torah is uh, uh, is really a, a, a guidebook. Uh, in some ways, it's a, it's a history book, and in some ways, it's a story of our family. So um, Israel Jews started as a family with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and um, not only does the Torah relate stories about um, our ancestors, but it also uh, does it in, in a, a format of actually pretty dramatic stories sometimes, uh, talking about uh, uh, human relationships, talking about our relationships with the Almighty, talking about how, as the rabbi just said, how we uh, do live, how, how we live life and how we should live life. Very good. This is very good information. Now, in this article that Rabbi Ori Bergman wrote, who's one of our two guests today, he talks about what it means to be Jewish. Now, we have Jewish listeners, we have Christian, we have Muslim, we have all listeners uh, blanketing 17 states and half of Canada. What do you mean by being Jewish? Um, being Jewish is is really just about living fully, living now, uh, living with strength, empowerment, um, and living in the present. Um, it's embracing the challenge of the moment. It is about walking a thin line. You can call it the golden path, uh, a balanced life. Um, never get getting too comfortable here, never getting too comfortable there. Um, and it's living with a sense of gratitude. Jewish in Hebrew is Yehudi. It's really from the word lehodot, to, to thank, to acknowledge. Um, and every day, the first word we say in the morning is turning to our Creator and saying, thank you, I'm alive. And what does that mean? I need to live fully, embrace the opportunity. Every day is a new beginning. Jeffrey, what do you feel about that? Well, it's, it's interesting because I come about it from a, uh, a, a couple of different perspectives. Um, I grew up in a relatively non-religious or non-observant family. Um, we were certainly Jewish. We did many of the traditions, and I thought it was all about traditions. But I really didn't know, and my family didn't really know and didn't really teach us um, a lot of the lessons of the Torah. Um, so some of it was rote, and it didn't mean as much to me. But by contrast, uh, we were blessed to know my, um, my maternal uh, grandparents and my maternal great-grandparents, who lived a town away in Rochester, New York, as did my uncle, Al Aresti, who's you know, the big sponsor here, along with his, uh, my Aunt Julie. And um, uh, they lived an observant life. And once in a while, a couple times a year, we'd go in and we would see what does this mean to be Jewish from their perspective. But I can tell you that I really didn't quite get it even then. In fact, I probably didn't quite get it until about maybe five to seven to eight years ago. Now, are you seeking funds for these efforts with the Torah? Are you seeking funds from the community? And if so, where should checks be made payable? I presume tax deductible. And where should they be sent? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Thank you. Um, 
people don't realize when they see the scroll, um, a Torah is always written on traditional parchment paper um, on a, uh, in, in scroll form. It's not in book form. And it's, and it's rolled up, and it's written by hand by an official called a scribe. And it's a very tedious and exacting process. It, can not, it cannot have one mistake. It can't have one error. And it's really, really pretty expensive to do. So, yes, we are seeking funds. My, uh, my, the, through the generosity of my, my Uncle Al and Aunt Julie, they've sponsored the bulk of the funds that are necessary, but not all of them. And their idea, and they've done this before, is to have, uh, to not, uh, specifically not to sponsor everything, but to have everybody involved in it. The last law of the Torah or mitzvah, is to write a Torah. Now, you and I and even the rabbi aren't skilled enough to be able to craft and take the time to write an exacting Torah. But the obligation is met by even a donation of one letter in the scroll. And um, we have uh, the availability to to sponsor a letter for five, $5, as little as $5, or um, it's the five books of Moses that comprises the Torah. Each one of the books are available for, uh, I think, $1,800. Okay, where should people send checks? We probably should um, uh, have them take a look at our website. Okay. Um, and that's uh, ortzion.org. O-H-R-T-Z-I-O-N. <laughs> Repeat that again, please, Rabbi. O-H-R-T-Z-I-O-N. I am Canadian. Dot org. <laughs> okay. Or And, and that's, uh, that's a place to learn more about what we're talking about today. That's a place to be able to connect directly with the rabbi. That's a place to uh, make donations in, in denominations of from $5 to $1,800 and various denominations in between. That's the place to find out about our event in terms of the dedication, which is uh, this coming May 17th, uh, Sunday, May 17th. Give the details and the cost, please. So the cost of the, uh, of the uh, uh, dedication uh, party, if you will, or simcha, is, uh, is open to the whole community. It's just your presence. <laughs> right. Just and where is it? Just, just show up. That, that's uh, uh, something that's – all the details are on the website, ortzion.org. O-H-R-T-C-I-O-N. <laughs> okay. And um, uh, one of the things that uh, Rabbi Bergman uh, came up with uh, was, uh, was quite inspirational, and he's calling it 10,000 minutes of Torah. So we'd like anybody that has any interest whatsoever, even a cursory interest whatsoever – to not necessarily themselves learn 10,000 minutes of Torah, but just go to the website and uh, join the website, uh, get our newsletter, and from that we'll send you, in Rabbi Bergman's words, about a minute worth of Torah learning, right? doesn't cost anything. You don't have to make a donation. There's no obligation whatsoever. Um, so that's that's a, that's a, a start to the... Uh, um, cursory interested folks. The website again, please, Rabbi, spell it. So it's ortzion.org, O H R T Z I O N.org. Uh, and if I just can, if I can, I just please. emphasize why 
why it's an important initiative for the Jewish people, but for anybody, uh, because by so perhaps the most important thing one could give money to, or one of them, uh, for the Jewish people is to write a new Torah scroll. Um, it is the foundation of Jewish identity and Jewish pride, and uh, it fills us with a lot of reverence. So, but to buy a letter in a scroll really means I want to be part of something bigger than myself. I want to connect to a mission that is bigger than myself. And to connect that with an initiative to study is because we all really need, and the most important question a person can ask themselves is, why am I here? What is my purpose? And that's the starting point of everything. The learning is the opportunity to start asking, what do I need in order to fulfill why am I here for? Who needs me? One should ask not what I need, but what am I needed for? So the learning of this Torah initiative, which you could check out, ortzion.org, O-H-R-T-Z-I-O-N, is really to push us in the direction of asking this most essential question, why am I here? And what do I need to learn? And you'll find that there's resources there. They're really, it's about discovering who you are, discovering yourself in order that you can live your purpose, in order that you could be selfless. So you need to see what are the things that speak to you, whether it's character traits, whether it's how you spend your money, whether it's how you use your speech, whether it's um, how you approach the divine, however you want to define that. But and then you need to, Get yourself there, and that requires learning. Very good. We're learning a great deal about this effort with the Torah. Our guests today are Rabbi Ori Bergman and Jeffrey Lapidus, a well-known Buffalo, New York business leader. If you're listening in Toronto, Buffalo, or Washington, D.C., drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. And we always read cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. A little plug here, ESPN 1520 is streaming. You can listen live by going to our website, ESPN1520.com, and clicking on the radio.com or listen tab. And Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegman stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. I'd like to thank those who have called regarding recent guests, Erie County Sheriff Tim Howard, Victoria Damone, daughter of the famous singer Vic Damone, and Richard Earle, whose grandfather designed the Corvette and the Firebird and all the cars with the fins in the 1950s. That was his grandfather. Coming up, we're going to have the son of the President of the United States, Eric Trump, on this program, along with Congressman Tom Reed. So stay tuned. A little bit more information about Rabbi Ori Bergman. One of his favorite things to do is grabbing coffee with members of the 
entire community and with anyone interested in having a meaningful conversation. And Jeffrey Lapidus uh, brought to Buffalo with his brother Howard Lapidus, the great, late great Sam Kinison, Whoopi Goldberg, Jay Leno, Dennis Miller, Andrew Dice Clay, Bobcat Goldthwaite, Rosie O'Donnell, Bill Sheft, Fred Stoller, Gilbert Gottfried, and Larry David, among many others. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about uh, the Torah. You mention in this article that the Torah is a tree of life for all those that grasp it. How is that? Please explain that, gentlemen. So um, I guess one needs to ask themselves, what does it mean to live? And it goes back to um, being selfless, responding to the question of what am I needed for? Why am I here? And when a person can ask themselves that question, they can truly say, Lechaim to life. Um, the Torah, um, which is our divine manual, which is um, our God-given uh, gift that he gave to the Jewish people, but to be shared, um, and the wisdom of it to be shared universally, um, is basically meant to get us thinking about how we can live with that mindset of what am I needed for? What is bigger than me? How can I support other people? How can I be other focused? Jeffrey? Yeah, Brian, um, I want to answer that uh, two, two ways. Uh, one is I want to mention, because I don't think we have already, that in addition to um, little tidbits of Torah or a minute of Torah here and there, or sitting down and communicating with Rabbi Bergman personally, we've assembled hours and hours and hours of learning modules. They're Hollywood produced, video, actually kids love them, and um, uh, they're very, very professionally done. And they're on all kinds of different subjects, such as success, or such as anger, or such as universal issues that really affect us all. So there's, there, people study Torah for, for, for uh, decades and decades, right? The Torah is very, uh, very uh, can be very uh, learned on the surface, or it could be very, very deep. And we've got a lot of deep modules to do that. In specific answer to your question, though, in terms of the tree of life, it's very personal to me because, um, as Rabbi Bergman said, um, the tree of life is, and a Torah is known as Eitz Chaim. And, mm-hmm. um, and Eitz Chaim is first mentioned in the first book of Moses or Genesis or Bereshis. And it turns out that this Torah um, is uh, sponsored by my, my dear uncle and uh, Uncle Al and Aunt Julie, is in memory of my brother, who himself was a, a Hollywood um, uh, um, storyteller. He was... Um, uh, um, known uh, for his work in radio. He was Michael O'Shea in the Buffalo area doing the post-game bills. He also, as you mentioned, uh, discovered and, and managed um, uh, stars like and, and made stars like Jimmy Kimmel and uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky. Um, it's almost like he was... Um, uh, Michelangelo looking at uh, Michelangelo's quote is saying I could look at at uh, at uh, some stone he could see the he could see the the artist in it he could see the statue in there and my brother could look 
at talent and understand someone like Jimmy Kimmel when he met him, that could be a, a star of late night TV. But my brother's Hebrew name was Chaim. Now, paradoxically, Chaim in Hebrew means life. And um, it's one of the reasons that the Torah is the tree of life, right? So that's what gives us life. And this whole initiative is um, in large part uh, in memory of my great and loving brother, Howard Lapidus. Now, are we doing a challenge? Now, I know you said your uncle, Al, and his wife gave this large donation. Is there a challenge to other people to match that, to grow this fund? So, so basically, because this is, from my understanding, Al and Judy wanted this to be a community uh, initiative. And, and a children's unity, Torah, for, right. really, to, to, for, for uh, all, to, to touch all children, every place, right? So we need everybody be, to be involved because there's a famous concept of what's called being a letter in the scroll. Like Jeff mentioned before, if one letter in the Torah is missing, the whole Torah is not considered a, uh, uh, a kosher, uh, a proper, properly written Torah. So um, the same thing about every person should see themselves as an integral part, an integral letter in the scroll, that they themselves are a necessary part of, they themselves are necessary to fulfill what they need to do. So taking part in this, in acquiring a letter, a sentence, a what's called a parsha, which is a section of the Torah, we are validating that value um, that we're integral part of uh, a very important purpose. Again, where should... Uh, people look for this that, website and say it slowly if someone's <laughs> trying to write it down in Rochester or Buffalo or Montreal or Florida. So that should be ortzion.org or O-H-R Tzion T-Z-I-O-N dot org uh, that literally means or is light and Tzion is Zion. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're just trying to spread a little bit of light here. We encourage all of our listeners to give and give generously for this wonderful effort. Again, you're listening to ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states in Canada. If you have any thoughts or comments, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. A little bit more information about Rabbi Ori Bergman. He and his wife, Nora, are grateful every day for the busyness of raising their four cute kids. Jeffrey Lapidus. Uh, mentioned his brother Howard, who is known on Buffalo Radio, as you're listening to Buffalo Radio now, as Michael O'Shea moved and expanded Lapidus Entertainment to Hollywood and discovered and managed late-night talk show host Jimmy Kimmel, reality TV host Dr. Drew Pinsky, actor Tom Green, and TV show host Adam Carolla and Carson Daly. Uh, wonderful family. Let's talk about, in this article, uh, Kirk Douglas, again, a great actor. Everybody remembers him for his great role in Spartacus. And he was talking, uh, the quote was, you know, Rabbi, I love being Jewish. Uh, Why do you gentlemen love being Jewish? So it's interesting, in in, uh, the article, Kirk Douglas talks about uh, uh, being Jewish as being dramatic. And uh, I've always had a magnetism for drama, never realizing that the Torah could be so dramatic. Um, uh, Mr. Douglas referred to 
the history of the Jewish people is one of drama. But I can tell you this, that I found myself about seven, eight years ago um, never thinking of uh, learning anything about Torah whatsoever, but my, my loving daughter, Hallie Cohn, uh, was there studying. It was surprising to me, to everybody in our family, that she was studying. Um, she spent a year in yeshiva in Jerusalem, and I went to visit her. And when I went to visit her, it happened to be Shabbat, right? So that's the Sabbath where nothing really creative can be done. And um, I thought, he says, Dad, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to, you know, I, I, th- I could be quiet and read all day. I've got a ton of stuff to read on my iPad. She says, Dad, you can't keep Shabbos on your iPad. You can't use any electronics. I said, what's wrong with this religion? Why doesn't it get with the program? It's, we're in a whole different century now. And so what she wound up doing, she says, Dad, do what you want to do. But she st- kept s- sticking things in my hands that happened to be um, Torah. It was about the story of the week. Each week around the world, that same Torah that can't even be, can't deviate even by a letter is read all across the world. The same exact thing is read. And so here we're reading, and what are we reading? All of a sudden the earth, there's, there's a, we're a rebellious people, and there's a rebellion going on amongst the rebellion, and the earth opens up, and people are swallowed, and the next thing I know, there's the next week, there's a there's like an orgy going on, and um, and uh, and uh, there's a, there's a dramatic ending to this this whole scene, and I said, like, dramatic. Wow, this is like better than movies that I go to. <laughs> That's what Kirk Douglas would say. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbi, how do you follow up on Jeffrey's performance? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hard to follow up. Um, I would say in a little bit more of a subtle way. Um, I, I've really just discovered that the journey of studying Torah and living Torah, um, which is it's about both of those, um, is about relationships and is about discovering oneself. It's about having real encounters um, and just being so present and aware of our relationships with, with God with other people, uh, with oneself. Um, and it hasn't been an easy journey. And um, it's been a lot of ups and downs, but that's how it's supposed to be. Um, and I've discovered, I'm typically the one who's been very hard on myself. But when you kind of look more into the Torah, it's uh, really adapts itself to um, listening to what the person needs. And I'll just give one example. When we originally received the Torah, there's a narrative that says everybody started, uh, we hear these Ten Commandments, um, after which we received the Torah, and um, everybody looked to each other and said, did you hear that? Did you hear that? And everybody understood something different because God knew that everybody has their own story, everybody has their own way of understanding, everybody has their own language, um, and so God communicated in a way that everybody needs to hear. And uh, the more I discover that I have my own personal purpose, in addition to being part of the, the rubric of uh, Jewish life, um, it's just been very exciting and empowering. Uh, quickly, the website again, if somebody like wants So you're going to discover a couple of things on this website, which is orzion.org, O-H-R, or Zion, T-Z-I-O-N, Dot org. Uh, you're going to see two opportunities. One is to take part in uh, 
becoming part of this larger purpose of bringing in this new Torah uh, to the town of Buffalo, okay. to the shul of KOT. <laughs> I'm sorry, we've run out of time. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jeffrey Lapidus, business leader in Buffalo and Rabbi Ori Bergman for their noble efforts with the Torah. Again, let us know if you have any thoughts or comments. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the last 15 years. Thank you for enlightening us, Rabbi Ori Bergman and Jeffrey Lapidus. Thank you, Brian. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.